Hey friend, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here listening to another episode of the Pattern Design Circle podcast. Here we talk all about the ins and outs of designing knit and crochet patterns and running a business that makes it all possible. I'm Jessica, your host, knitting pattern designer, design mentor, and the friend in your ear. Can't wait to dive right in. The Pattern Design Circle podcast is sponsored by the Pattern Design Circle, a membership community for knit and crochet pattern designers that are feeling lost, lonely, or frustrated in their business. It connects you with a supportive community that's always eager to answer your questions and help you through the hard times. And there's loads of resources and activities specifically catered to business and designing. Sound like your jam? Check it out at snickerdoodleknits.com forward slash design dash circle. That's snickerdoodle like the cookie, knits, K-N-I-T-S dot com forward slash design dash circle. All right, let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Pattern Design Circle. I am so excited to be chatting with you, but I'll be honest, I'm a little bit nervous because I'm getting vulnerable here. <laughs> um, I believe that vulnerability is key to real true connection um and change and we have to be honest and vulnerable with ourselves and we have to have a certain level of vulnerability with other people around us so i'm i'm practicing what i'm preaching here and and being willing to be vulnerable showing that we're all human. We all make mistakes, even when we know better. So today's podcast episode is all about the three big mistakes I made in 2022. 2022 from a business finance perspective was not my best year. In fact, I think it was my worst year um, as far as profits go. And there are several reasons for that, but here I am breaking down the three biggest mistakes that I made from a business perspective. Now, I'm not saying that I regret last year. Um, I'm, it was a very good year for my personal growth. It was very good year for personal relationships. Um, and so I don't, necessarily regret all the decisions that I made. Um, and so this is where, it, you know, it always comes down to what your goals are, what is most important to you. Uh, not everything is always about money, um, but there are some things that I could have done differently that could have changed my business outcome. And I probably still could have done alongside my personal goals. So anyway, this is my breakdown of the three biggest mistakes that I made in my business in 2022. So um, the first big mistake from a business strategy perspective in terms of solely 2022 was taking on a big project that didn't necessarily align with my goals. So you're probably familiar with this project. I don't want to beat around the bush. Um, it's still a project I'm proud of. Um, I'm still super excited for it to come to fruition starting this fall. Um, and that is In Tandem. In Tandem is a project that I have started with several other designers. We're creating knit and crochet zines. Um, we have four issues that were fully funded 
by a Kickstarter campaign that we hosted in 2022. But the truth of the matter is that it did take a whole ton of time and energy from my business in last year, 2022. And I'm trying to remember, I just pulled up the number the other day. Uh, I think I, from what I had tracked, I'd put in 600. I think I've already put in over 600 hours into this project. And that was just the track time. There's a lot of time that I have not tracked. So anyway, um, that's just the time that I have tracked. And that doesn't account for a lot of the emotional stuff. Um, going into the project, you know, I knew that it was going to be a lot of work. I knew that creating a publication, a magazine was a lot of work. I had not accounted for some of the other things that would be time consuming. Um, and that would add more time, obviously, because like it is a collaboration, um, collaborative effort. Like, you know, anytime you're working with other people, decisions take longer, stuff like that. Um, and it can be more, at least for myself as an introvert, more taxing on my energy. And so that was it was a project that really took my time. I started working on it in January. I pretty much was working on it full-time by March and was working on it full-time through probably about September. And then I was still working on bits and pieces for the rest of the year. And then I was working on two sweater designs for September through December. So really my year was in tandem plus two sweater designs. And one of those was for in tandem. So um, that, that was a big, that was really the main thing that was a mistake from a business strategy perspective. Um, I can't say that I regret the, the project. Um, I'm really excited that we actually are seeing this to life. It's really fun to be able to connect and collaborate with these people. And we've already started connecting with so many other people because of it. Um, but in terms of my business goals, financially and impact wise and time wise, um, it didn't align with my goals. So uh, the lesson there is one that I talk about all the time, um, but even I sometimes maybe forget, or um, I was really just, yeah, I, I hadn't put it into the alignment meter uh, because I was thinking about how excited I was and how excited everybody else was and um, like the possibilities that might come from it. So uh, lesson number one is always check for alignment. Does this fit with what I want? Does this fit with my business goals? Does this fit with my personal goals? Does this fit with my brand as a whole? And do I have time for it? <laughs> do I have energy for it? Is it actually in alignment with, with what I want and need for this year? So um, mistake number two was... After I hit a point of burnout, so this project was huge, um, ended up taking a lot more energy than I was anticipating, and I hit a huge 
like the first time I've ever experienced it like this um, phase of, of burnout and exhaustion and overwhelm. And so I, I really let go of a lot of the expectations that I had for myself and my business. It's like, I just have to take care of myself, um, which was absolutely true, especially at the beginning of this, um, the whole burnt out phase. But the problem was that I, I stayed in that longer than I needed to. Um, and what I mean by that is that I, I kept focused, like, so like I was, I was burnt out. I was worn out. I was overwhelmed. I was exhausted. And so I gave myself a lot of extra grace and a lot of extra time and, um, didn't hold myself to a lot of the boundaries, um, especially like time boundaries and expectations for productivity and things like that, that I typically would, um, because, you know, that's what you're supposed to do when you're taking care of yourself, right? Um, and, but the thing is, I kept myself, like, in, like, I just drug out that period longer than I needed to by maintaining those mindsets and habits. And so, basically, what happened was a lot of the activities that bring me energy, that make me excited, that motivate me and inspire me and pull would pull me out of that phase were the things that I had cut out because they do require a lot of energy um and because they're harsher on yourself or whatever um I am very much a time oriented deadline oriented goal oriented kind of person I love to plan I like to go set goals I get a lot of energy from talking and sharing with people like with the podcast and with Instagram lives and um inside of pattern design circle and all sorts of places like that um and I had cut out a lot of that because it required energy but as I was reflecting this year back on last year I realized if I would have started putting these these boundaries and these expectations back on myself, I actually would have pulled out of it faster. Um, like, yes, the self-care period was necessary, but it wasn't necessary for eight months. Um, it wasn't necessary for me to stay in that place where then I really started to lose excitement in my business. I started to question, is this really what I want to do? How does this look for my future? Um, and and so that that actually kept me in a place of lack of motivation. It, it continued to decrease my motivation instead of resting me up to to be excited to go and continue the energy. So I had dropped a lot of the strategies that I knew worked for me that I knew, you know, like that's that's just what I had always been used to. And then I just let all of that drop. And I guess maybe I was just in a, a huge place of like, what do I do when I'm not used to what I've always known? Um, and so keeping those kind of gates around myself would have actually helped me stand up higher and more firmly. Um, something else that was 
well, I guess this this fits into the last last one. So anyway, the lesson from that one was to know what actually works for you, what act you actually need. Or if I put that in first person, to, to know what actually works for me and what I actually need. But don't worry about what everybody else is saying about self-care and overwhelm and burnout and what you need to be doing to solve all of your issues. Pay attention to what actually works for you. What has worked for you in the past? What has kept you motivated and inspired and gives you energy? And do that. Like, like stop worrying about all the shoulds and needs tos and have tos and what experts say you're supposed to do because nobody's an expert on you <laughs> like you are. Um... And again, you know, this is this is one of those things that I preach all the time. And somehow it just was like right under my nose. And I I didn't catch that that's what was happening um, until several months later. <laughs> um, okay, so number three mistake was that I got too caught up in what I want today. And like that mentality rather than being caught up with the mentality of what do I want in the big picture. So I talk a lot about knowing what you want and knowing what works for you, um, checking in with yourself to know what's in alignment, all of that. But there's this maybe sort of tension that I have failed to recognize previously Um, And it's this tension between what I want today and what I want in the future. And what we do today is what's going to build our future. Um, And so sometimes we have to sacrifice what we want today in order to build what we want in the future, to, to put in the work today to have that better future. And so I was caught up in a lot of well, I just, I feel like I need rest today. I feel like I can't do this today. I feel like I just want to do X, Y, Z. Um, I've got very caught up in all of the the little details that aren't moving forward a business, really. Like, like, I had plenty to do. I kept busy. It's not like I just sat around and twiddled my thumbs. Um, but it was it was just like more of this mentality of survival mode instead of writing mode. That's probably the best way I can describe that. And I'm going to write that down so that I remember it. Um, But it's really, really this, this mentality of, are you focusing on today? Are you focusing on a year from now? And, and that's something that, you know, I suppose I've always, I've always had a bit of both, um, but I'm usually a big picture future planner. And sometimes that's not always the best thing. Um, but, but getting caught up in the today can keep us in our current situation. And if we want things to change, if we want our future to look differently, that we can't, we can't live in that. We, we have to really be paying attention to what will build the future that we want. And, and that is something that's, you know, it's a fine line. Like I've shared before that 
one of my mentors, Michelle Knight, she'll talk about how, you know, in the morning, check in with yourself and ask, what do I really need today? And I think there's a surface level answer to that. And there's a deeper answer to that. So the surface level answer can be, I need rest. Um, But the deeper answer might be looking at why we need rest or why we're feeling tired. And maybe the solution isn't actually not doing anything or taking a nap, but maybe it's actually doing something that energizes you so that you're not feeling blah <laughs> or mad or whatever you want to use for the word to describe it. Um, and so maybe it's just really honestly a deeper level of honesty, deeper level of vulnerability. You check in with yourself. When I check in with myself to, to say, okay, what do I actually really, truly deep inside need. Not just, what do I want? (laughs) In a lot of ways, you know, um, I bring this up because it's honestly something I'm struggling with right now. Um, Food is a great example of this. It's, (laughs) I love sweets and I feel like I'm just craving sweets all of the time. Um, And so it's easy to be like, what I want is sweets. What I want is a brownie or ice cream or a muffin or a granola bar or you know whatever but is that actually what your body needs is that actually what's going to give me the energy that I need is that actually going to fill my health goals <laughs> probably not but um it's it's that level of discerning what is what is what you want and what is what you need and and having that hard and honest vulnerable look at yourself to say i can say no to what i want because what i need is more aligned with my goals um yeah yeah it's hard <laughs> and it's it's hard to admit this you know like it's hard to admit it to ourselves it's hard to admit it to somebody else um but that's that's what brings us to our goals so um the other part that I was going to start to mention was that part of this of of getting caught up in survival mode instead of thriving mode is that I was really wanting I was, I was like waiting for something in my personal life to happen. I was really wanting it to happen. I was waiting for it to happen. And I kind of was putting everything else in my life on hold, like just in anticipation. And it didn't happen. And so then it was like, why did I put my life on hold for this thing that I was just wanting to happen? And now that didn't happen and nothing else in my business happened. Nothing else in my life happened. <laughs> um, and so I think that fits in with the, with this whole theme of surviving versus thriving, of today perspective versus future perspective and, and really being super aligned, super knowledgeable, super in tune with what, what your real goals are and, and what you actually need versus what you want for today. So the the light the lesson in and that was really knowing your goals and and getting honest and open and vulnerable with those goals and with where you stand today right now. So 
those were the three big mistakes I made in 2022, the lessons that I made from them, checking for alignment in all things, knowing what actually works for me, not what everybody else is saying, but what works for me, and knowing truly what my goals are and what's going to align each day with those goals, not just focusing on what I want, but what's going to actually be best for me, for my personal well-being, for my business well-being, all of that. So it's it's just this continuation of really striving to find the balance. It's it's a, a teeter-totter that never truly balances out perfectly, um, but maybe keeping the swings back and forth a little bit less dramatic. Um, is the solution. And so, so yes, it's important to take care of yourself. It's important to take care of your health. It's important to take care of your well-being. Um, but just, just digging deep and truly being honest with yourself, no matter how hard that can be. Um, at least for me, that's, I think that's where the growth is going to be this year. That that's, that's the key for me. So, um, I have a feeling that these lessons are going to resonate with several folks listening. Let me know um, if there was one that that maybe cut a little deep, but but helped helped answer something about about your past success or lack thereof, and and is a lesson that you're going to implement for 2023. Um, if you want to dig deeper into any of this kind of stuff, you're maybe you're not sure what's in alignment, you're not sure what your goals are, any of that, I'm always happy and excited to help you out. Uh, I offer one-on-one coaching and I have the Pattern Design Circle where I have hot seat coaching in there as well as I always answer any questions you post and there's a whole community there um, and resources and all of it. So if you need support, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm more than happy to help you. And I'm sending you all of the big hugs, the positive vibes. And I hope that we all can just continue to to reflect and to grow in bigger and greater things to really align with, with the future that we're envisioning and, and dreaming of. So with that, I will talk to you very soon. Wow. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you found it valuable, please share the podcast with a designer friend. And if you have a minute, leave a review. It's so helpful for me and means the world to me. Chat soon.